Hey everyone, Mario Barecki here, and I am known as the Conversation Guy. I'm also the founder of MediaMar, and at MediaMar, we help thought leaders craft and distribute conversations that convert. I believe everything starts with a conversation. I believe conversations are the most powerful way to create connections, to create relationships, and to create opportunities with each other. So everything has a basis in conversation. And on this podcast that you're about to listen to, I'm going to have 10-minute conversations with thought leaders to do just that, create relationships, create opportunity, but more importantly, to convey value, value from them and their perspective and how they operate on a daily basis, and to really tell a story that can bring some value and positivity tips, tricks, ideas, what have you, to your life to make it better. So sit back, relax, buckle in. It's going to be a wild ride. I know those things don't quite go together. Sit back, relax, and buckle in. But it's going to be a lot of fun, and we're going to get the conversation started right now. And as always, don't forget, if you like what you hear, please rate and review our podcast. I'm super excited. We have a very special guest here with us today, and it's someone that I I think she actually behind all of her expertise that she has, loves food probably as much as I do. I'm just going to go out of the limb and say that. But um, Jacqueline Lieberman is here, and she's the founder of the brand strategy consultancy, Brand Crudo. She's honed her no BS approach to marketing strategy over the years, guided by one belief. When you make brands more human, you connect them to more people. Throughout her career, she's developed a narrative-based approach to traditional strategic planning to uncover the brand truth that resonates with audiences. She has worked with many brands, most notably for many of Unilever's iconic brands, such as Beechnut, General Mills, and most recently with Happy Family Brands and FinTech Disruptor, the Alternative Investment Exchange. Jacqueline applies both art and science to understanding human insight and to interpreting findings in order to unearth the real reason people should care about your brand. For Jacqueline, it's all about finding a brand's raw truth and making it matter. You can find more about her at her website, which is brandcrudo.com, so go there. You can also connect with her on LinkedIn, Twitter, Instagram, and all those fun places in the show notes, so make sure you go there and connect with her on social. Jacqueline, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me, and I think you're right on that food point. <laughs> it's always nice to find a kindred spirit who loves a good meal. Like, I hear that saying all the time, you know, I don't I don't live to eat, I eat to live. And I'm like, well, why can't mm. we just do both? Yeah, <laughs> I'm with you. It's literally the only reason why I even try to have be physically fit so I can eat. <laughs> we have that in common, too. It's like, no, don't get me wrong. I like to feel good. I like to have energy and, and feel that way. But there's something about, I, I guess there's less guilt, right? When you have a really good meal after a workout as opposed to kind of laying around all day. There's, there's a difference. Completely. So, yeah, I love it. But uh, let's talk about branding a little bit because that's your forte. That's what you do. That's your, your zone of genius. Tell us a little bit. Let's just start with branding in general. Tell us a little bit about branding and your passion for helping uh, businesses uncover their truths in their brand. Yeah, happy to. It is my passion for sure. I think the way that I like to think about it and frame it is that a product out in the world has a function and everybody knows that. You know, but when we think about a brand, it's really a commitment to people. It's thinking about that a brand is a set of promises to people. So it's not just that this product should work, of course, but there's also a set of promises and really reflects on those promises and and pays them off 
constantly. And that's kind of, you know, that's kind of how I think about it. You know, and I think the, the thing that's a challenge is, you know, we think about brand, it's not exactly like what a brand says it is, it's what it actually means to people. You know, we could say all we want and it might sound great in an ad or a blog post, but it's really what the brand means to people. So that's kind of how I always look at it is from that human standpoint. What comes first, the company or the brand? I always say the brand. Obviously, you know, every company is, you know, sought after and is started by a human a human with an idea. And so that means that that person said, I want to be of service. I want to add value somehow. I want to invent this thing, whatever this is, product or service. So I think before thinking in the confines and constructs of a company, you're thinking of the brand and the value that it's actually bringing to people. That's how I think of it. Yeah, I love that because I think a lot of times people... In when we talk about brands and we talk about companies, I was just having a conversation this morning about this with someone actually. I think a lot of times people tend to put other motives before what they're actually promising. For example, like they think about what's going to make the most money or what do people want the most of instead of saying, what is my, what am I really about? What is this company really about? What is our truth, which is something that you help uncover and what are the promises that we're making? And then from there, let's go communicate. Completely. I mean, I mean, I think uh, any, any career coach would probably advise anybody to say, if you're just doing it for the money, you really should probably think about something else. So um, sure, money is always the, the byproduct. But at the end of the day, uh, especially in these times that we live in where brand purpose is so expected and paramount in a consumer's mind, um, you know, they'll quickly see through that act if you really are just in it for financial gain um, because the brands that are suffering are the ones that are you know kind of in that old school game and not really pivoting to where they need to be right now and the funny thing is in today's world it doesn't have to just be financial gain right it can also be because with social media so big and all these different platforms you know financial gain we think about but some people get caught in that game of how popular am I? How famous can I get? And that's another thing that can kind of impede what you, how you communicate your brand truth. Absolutely. I mean, I think um, one of the one of the frameworks I, I kind of give to clients is thinking about um, thinking about a cocktail party. You know, you walk into a cocktail party. The first thing that you do is you. Typically, you say hello to the host and the hostess, you come in, you are complimentary, you start to mingle, sure, then maybe you get something to drink or something to eat, then you end up talking to somebody, and then all of a sudden you end up, you wind up maybe being in a scenario where you're having a great conversation organically, uh, because you're kind of both there for the same reason. And brands are really no different in terms of how they should be communicating. So meaning uh, if you're the brand that is running into the door, ignoring the host and the hostess, beelines for the first person that you see and ask them to borrow their car, you know, you're going to get looked at as though you're a complete crazy person. So 
brands, if you start to act in that way of being in an unwelcome space, uh, you know, and kind of communicate in that way, um, you're going to be called out. And that's just kind of the, the way that it goes now. Now, I want to ask you this question because I talk to a lot of people who talk about branding. Branding's like, it seems to be one of those buzzwords these days. Maybe that's just the space that I play in, but it seems like a lot of people are talking about brand. Um, you're the first person, however, though, that has talked to me about brand truth specifically using that terminology. How do you discuss, if you're a brand already or you're someone who's been branding, actively trying to brand, how do you go about discovering what your brand truth is? Yeah. So the way that I think about it and talk about it is that the, the raw truth is rooted in a brand's DNA. And, and that means it's the fundamental and distinctive characteristics of the brand that cannot be changed. So this is why I think it's different than, say, a brand story or something else in a marketing campaign, because living your brand's truth, much like people, it means that you're not posing to be something that you're not supposed to be. And, you know, the way that I always advise clients is, you know, going back to the brand's history and whether that history is a year old or a hundred years old, you know, the, the foundings of the brand, the people behind it, be, the people behind the idea, the reason for the value of the service or the product, there's germs of the DNA there that a lot of times through years of marketing gets forgotten, gets buried because you keep kind of, you know, following, you know, what's the next best thing. Uh, and, and for years of doing that, you often kind of stray and lose you know, your way. Um, so I think, you know, a lot of the other stake in terms of thinking about the brand history is that if it's a 50 year old company and you have a subset of people who are running the company today, a lot of people don't respect the brand's history because they think it doesn't fit with their current objectives. And you know, I'm here to say to the audience that it really doesn't matter what the founding story is and whether you agree with it. It's still part of the brand's history. It's kind of like us as humans. We can't ignore how we were we were brought up. It's part of our views and our behaviors and how we act today. Brands are exactly the same way. How many brands do you work with who've been around for a while and when you go in and do like your audit or however, whatever your process is to figure it out and help them to uncover their truth, find that over the course of the last X number of years or whatever, have like severely strayed from their initial brand truth? A ton. I mean, and, and that, I mean, that's literally the scenario why they end up calling somebody like me because they, they, they know something's not right. You know, they look at their, they look at their last five years of marketing and they see that one year this, the next year they're about that etc etc and then all of a sudden they look like the schizophrenic brand that they uh they barely recognize themselves and so somebody usually on the team will say you know what we need a reset button i don't know what that means exactly but we need fresh eyes to kind of look at this and um but the thing is is that you know it's not like you know i'm magical or anything it's i come in and You're i magical help kind of, come on don't sell yourself I know, short I'm, I'm the, 
I'm a unicorn. Um, no, but it's like I come in and I, I really shine the light on the things that they already know about themselves, honestly. And and I say, well, tell me more about that. So they'll say, well, we're innovative, you know, and that's one of our brand values is innovation. Great. You know, every every company in your category also says that they're innovative, right? So let's really peel back a layer of the truth around innovation and your company. So really, what is it? Tell me, tell me a story about that. Give me a scenario. And then the next thing you know, once you kind of get them, uh, all of a sudden you somebody giving me an idea about how some person in a factory somewhere, you know, left for the day and came back with an idea because he saw, you know, somebody on the side of the road, you know, um, helping somebody fix a bike. And it's like, wait, what? Uh, and, you know, but all of a sudden the germ those ideas um, and from the people who are behind the brand today, that's really where it comes from. So it's not about, let's go back to our legacy. It's about knowing where you came from and getting the people in the room who are stewards of the brand today and marrying those two things together in a way that's and modern. Yeah. And the cool thing about that too is I, I'd love to hear your experience about this specific thing, but from the clients that I've worked with and the people I've talked to a lot of people, the people that I talk to, I find that not like most companies or most brands think they have a marketing problem. But it's not necessarily usually a marketing problem. It's usually a branding slash identity problem that shows up or manifests as a symptom of marketing. Totally. I mean, marketing is just the expression. It's just how you express yourself, right? So it's um, so it, you could have a brilliant campaign out there. Um, and very often, you know, that's what happens is that you have a talented agency who uh, comes in does a great campaign, you get a lot of engagement and everybody's high-fiving themselves in the hallway. And then the next thing you know, as soon as those media dollars are turned off, then it's kind of like crickets. Then it's like all of a sudden the brand doesn't know what to say, what to talk about anymore. Because if they're not talking about that campaign, they're at a loss for words. And that's a surefire sign um, to for a brand to really say to themselves, you know what? we actually need a reset button here because we're, if we're all about marketing and we have nothing else to say except when we're selling, then we have actually a problem. Yes. And that's something that we can talk a little bit more about too on the next episode, because you've promised to come back for round two, which I'm super excited for. I want to remind people to connect with Jacqueline Lieberman at her website, which is brandcrudo.com. So go there, check that out, connect with her on social media and the show notes. Jacqueline, thanks so much for being here. And I can't wait to pick up the conversation on the next show. Me too. Thanks so much, Mario. Hey, everyone. I want to sincerely thank you for listening to the podcast. It really means a lot to me. Conversations are what I thrive on. It's something that I believe is so important for each and every one of us to have conversations that matter, to have conversations that connect us, to create relationships with each other. So the conversation that I have with the guests that are on the show, the conversations that the guests and I create to have with you are equally important and a great way for you to have conversations with us is to rate and review the podcast. So if you could go to Apple Podcasts, go to wherever you listen to your podcasts and rate and review this, it is much appreciated. And you can always find us 
at MediaMario.com. If you go to MediaMario.com, you can find all the things there. If you want to connect with the guests that I had on today or guests that I've had on the show in the past, you can go to MediaMario.com and get their information. If you want to connect with me and have a conversation with me, I welcome that. All my social links everywhere that you can find me all over the web is at MediaMario.com. So go there, visit us, connect with us. I'd love to have conversations with you. I hope you found value in today's show, and I can't wait to bring you the next conversation on the next episode of The Conversation Guy. Until then, have a wonderful day, and we'll talk to you real soon. 